Welcome to Disco Coolia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Disco Coolia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Disco Coolia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Don't jump to ADHD conclusions yet. Looks good for math. The importance of brain breaks. Counting is not as easy as you think. And beat math on rhythm. This is our podcast for week 18 in 2022. We welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Coolia Services, to help us review the links of this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Thank you so much for having me. We are very happy that you're here to help us with the uh, interesting links that we have. The first one is interesting. It's uh, it's about ADHD, and we should not jump to conclusions yet. How's that? Yes, I, I really agree with this because I see so many ADHD um, diagnoses, and uh, the students have many, many uh, different symptoms. So uh, I don't think we can just put everything under one umbrella here. So this is a very good article. Uh, from the Attitude magazine, and they explain the various sensory disorders that can look like ADHD, but actually are quite different, and and they would need a different approach too. So we have at least eight senses. Let's start there. Now, most people know about the classic five, seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, and touching. But many are unaware that we actually have uh, three more. And uh, that is the what they call uh, a master sense that is vestibular uh, based. And it's connected to our inner ear, which tells us uh, where we are and how fast we're moving, if, if we are falling, etc. Then we have our proprioceptive uh, sense. Um, they can also call that muscle and joint sense, which helps us to know... Uh, how to get into a coat or to get upstairs so your body knows if your arm and your fingers are flexed or straight and uh, how your legs are okay. um, uh, positioned okay, I have relative no idea those to were your like trunk. Separate senses, that's amazing. Yeah, and then you have interoception. So our internal organs sense. Um, and that uh, lets us know if we're uh, maybe hungry, thirsty, um, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. That one works fine for me, let's <laughs> yes. put it that way. <laughs> so the sensory processing disorder throws all these senses out of order and creates behavior that can actually be mistaken as ADHD. So the article continues to go in-depth about the three major categories and under categories that are for sensory processing disorder, and that you need not to confuse it with sensory processing sensitivity. That's even separate then. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Because the processing door, uh, disorder, it's, it's out of balance. Okay. So there is a lot more to the senses and, and uh, to know about ADHD and... Um, ADHD may be the most well-known condition, but you 
I really feel that we need to be careful with jumping to the conclusion and put everything in, in under that big umbrella. Right. So a great uh, read for, for all our listeners. It's Please a little bit like... Please click on it and, and there's a lot of information. Like everybody who's forgetful certainly has Alzheimer's, but it yeah. may just be <laughs> dementia, you know. If it walks Another like a duck dementia. and it right. walks like a duck, it doesn't have to be a duck, it could be a swan actually. So, right. you know. Okay, okay, good information. Now, the next link is about books, good for math. Are we talking about the math curriculum No, here? no, 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 certainly not. This oh. is about reading books. Um, oh, okay. Um, so, in a very playful uh, way, in, in stories, uh, they spark interest in, in math uh, for the little ones. So, Kristen Bow, for instance, spokeswoman for the Mathematical Sciences Research Institute, was interviewed for uh, this article. And they have created the Mathical Book Prize, uh, started in 2015. Oh, wow. Now, each year, a panel of librarians, teachers, mathematicians, and early childhood experts select winners, and they honor books in five age categories. Now, this year's picks brings the full mathematical, mathematical list to more than 50 titles that cross genres, genres and, and formats and include picture books, graphic novels, biographies, and young adult novels. So let me mention a few. Baby Goes to Market. It's written by Ati Nuke and illustrated by Angela Brooksbank. And it was the uh, pre-K 2018 prize winner. And at the Nigerian outdoor market, Mama Shops, well, baby, attracts edible gifts from the vendors without <laughs> mama being uh, <laughs> okay. uh, aware of it. And baby eats one of each treat <laughs> before adding the rest to the basket. Okay. Now, when the basket gets heavy, and mama hurries home to feed, oh, poor baby, because she thinks he didn't have a single thing to eat yet. Well, according to Ellenberg, the math in uh, a children's book uh, needs to be announced in the title, but children should be able to recognize that it's happening. For example, Fran Wilson, one of the other judges, shared that second graders in her classroom pointed out the subtraction of play in the uh, this book, Baby Goes to Market, without the teacher prompting it. So they picked it up okay. from the story, and that's a great sign of a real uh, winner, okay. uh, she says. So here's another one. Have you seen my dragon? By Steve Light. It's also for pre-K. And that was the winner in 2015. Now, this is about a child uh, narrator searches high and low for his pet in a multi-layered counting book. So the children will enjoy spotting the roving dragon in the middle of a richly detailed pen and ink uh, cityscape. Oh, so okay. beautiful drawings. And they will also practice counting um, a set of objects that is featured in, uh, in color. And, and that's basically on each spread, uh, you can see that. Two hot dogs in one, uh, five water towers, uh, 12 pigeons and so on. So the kids can count and they uh, go all the way up to 12 lanterns in the final scene and that is where luckily the child and the dragon are reunited so it's a happy <laughs> okay, end of the book yes, yes. 
Okay, let, let me uh, mention one more. Sheep won't sleep. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> they, normally the sheep get counted and then, exactly, and then you fall asleep. Exactly, and then you're supposed to fall asleep. Oh, that asleep. is funny. Right. That is funny. Now, well, this is kind of along those uh, lines. It's counting by twos, fives, and tens, written by Judy Cox and illustrated by uh, Nina Cuneo. And for, um, yeah, kindergarten to second grade. And is a winner in 2018. So here, Clarissa tries all the usual tricks for falling asleep, including counting sheep, which I have done. I, I do remember. <laughs> <coughs> when that fails, <laughs> the sheep suggest counting alpacas. <laughs> this time in pairs. Well, yeah, but now in pairs. That's exactly. how we go. Okay. And when that also fails, the alpacas recommend, well, counting llamas. But now by fives. Oh, funny. Oh, funny. <laughs> really wonderful. And as the trend continues, Clarissa's room fills up with woolly animals in bold colors and patterns. It's fantastic. The comical storyline and, and, and also those bright illustrations will really engage early elementary school uh, kids as they practice uh, the counting skills. That is funny. That is funny. Never thought that those books existed. Now, the next link talks about the importance of brain breaks. What are brain breaks? Yeah, so this link, uh, we look at Edutopia, and um, they explain that brain breaks are short periods of interrupting the training or learning activity. Like a basketball player who just take a short rest, a student who goes for coffee or water, to get away from the books uh, for a few minutes. Now, people thought that this was cooling off time for the brains. But uh, in this uh, study, Leonardo uh, Cohen and his colleagues used magnetoencephalography, so a highly sensitive brain scanning technique, and he could observe the neural activity of uh, young adults as they learned how to type with their non-dominant hand, which is difficult, that, right? That sounds difficult, yeah. So, um, and it was publicized uh, last year in, in the journal Cell, no, no less. So, very important, um, um, high-flying journal. So, uh, about, back to the study. After one, after a practice session, the... Study participants were given a short break, and then they continued, and they practiced uh, for a total of 35 uh, sessions. Okay. Now, then he started analyzing the data, and the team made a really intriguing discovery. They observed a spike in brain activity, mimicking the neural patterns seen during the practice uh, session in those breaks. So, instead of being like um, on a low and, and uh, really having um, time off, so to say, what the brains actually did was they mimicked that neural pattern. They replayed it, but they compressed it. Okay. Almost, the, and, and really compressed it by uh, sometimes a 20-fold. So instead of being idle, what was believed before, now... Uh, they could say that the brain was that that was replaying the practice session 
over and over at an astonishingly high speed. And uh, by doing that, flipping the material from the neocortex, where sensory motor skills are processed, to the hippocampus, which is a much deeper laying structure, uh, the brain's memory center, so to say, over two dozen times in the span of 10 seconds. Yeah, it's amazing. Huh? It's amazing. So stepping away from the activity actually turns out is not stepping away from the activity at all, but rehearsing and making right, your memories. Right, your, your brain just regurgitates that information. Absolutely. That's, so basically, okay. the more short brain breaks, the better the retention right. of new material. So will. teachers should really explain something and then have a little brain break. Exactly. And, and um, later on in, in this um, post... Uh, we hear these um, advice of Judy Willis, uh, who is also a famous writer in uh, classroom instruction and uh, using uh, brain science for teaching. She says that 10 to 15 minutes of intensive um, intake of new information is absolutely enough for elementary school wow. students. And that will be stretched to... 20 to 30 minutes for middle school and high school. So please do not expect that your students can uh, keep the focus going for 50, 55 minutes. Right. Or if you pressure that to them to do that, they miss those very important brain breaks where they replay cool. the new information to put it in their uh, memory cool. center. Well, it's, it's important. That, that kind of research is important for instruction. Absolutely. Now, the next link suggests that counting is not that easy. That was a little bit surprising <laughs> for me, okay? Well, uh, this is actually a preprint, so it has not been um, uh, reviewed by, by peers yet, but it will, and it looks really good. It has been uh, written uh, by researchers from the Center for Mathematical Cognition in Lobero, together with Berthe Smet in uh, Leuven in Belgium. And um, the title is, the, or the question here is, can anything be counted? And individuation is necessary, but not sufficient for counting abstract units. And this was done with uh, 43, four and five year old children that they have counted little animals of different colors and different sorts. So they have okay. four different uh, animals and I think five or six different colors. And uh, yes, it may come as a surprise. And they try to um, understand why children have a tendency to count all instead of things in groups when they were asked to do that. So for example, young children frequently uh, make a, a peculiar counting mistake. When asked to count abstract units, such as the number of families at a party, they often count discrete um, items, the individual. Oh, so they, they're called, they just count the whole crowd. And they know what a family is. Right. But now counting families is more abstract than counting individuals that they see that's one uh, concrete item that's one person 
And also they have obviously learned to count with, um, or hopefully they have, with one-to-one -one correspondence. And right. that is how they see counting. Okay. Worth to read uh, the whole research. Well, uh, let me um, give you the, the highlights here. Uh, so, like I said, children tend to count discrete physical items, things or people, even when they are asked to count abstract units. Okay. And this tendency uh, may result from an incomplete understanding of units or from counting or both. Okay. And many children dem demonstrate the con correct understanding of a unit, so they could like you describe said, they know what, what a family, family is, is right. but then if they have to count, <laughs> they just counted wrong. <laughs> counting in groups and, yeah. and sort that out in their head, that was a little bit beyond them. But we have to remember those were four and five-year-olds, right? Right, right, right. So, and that emerging understanding of counting may explain incorrect counting of abstract uh, units and we sometimes see that with older children they are still in that that phase so it seems that children do not understand that counting can be done with abstract units but only related to um to items that they can kind of see, see or hold, hold in their hands and touch and uh, okay Okay, very interesting research, definitely. Well, it brings us to our last uh, link for the week, and this is about beating math by rhythm. What is happening here? Yeah, this is a story about a teacher in Texas, Thomas Mayfield, if I'm not mistaken, who used rap music, singing rap songs about math, and even making a rap video with his students to help them prepare for their state test. In, and in Texas, we call that the STAR test. So, the method helped improve both class attendance and state scores. And his former students said linking math concepts to music helped them remember details such as multiplication tables and new math vocabulary better. So, there's a lot of rote memory um, uh, going on here. Right. Now, personally, personally, I think it's, it's also related to the increased interest in math and also this is kind of a multi-sensory learning yeah so uh he also made it more accessible and and more fun and we know that, every, that works. If, if a child yeah. has fun uh they come back the for more attention will go on longer yeah now it might also have the side effect that the as Let's compare it with the equivalent of the ABC song that sounds great, but um, does not really internalize concepts a lot. And, and the songs may rely more on rote memory than on understanding what happens uh, with multiplications. But on the other hand, when he can also put different schema on rap and students relate to that and memorize it better, I'm all for it. Works for them, and they got higher higher star test uh, grades, so that's good. Well, thank you, Dr. Schroeder, for your insights and your explanations of all these uh, links that we assembled over the week on discalculiaheadlines.com. We hope to see you again next week. 
Um, Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services. Now, she, uh, you can follow her on the interweb. She is everywhere to be found, and you will see a repeating pattern in the comments that she makes. It's all about Discoculia awareness and the fact that the children with Discoculia deserve to have tutors, but there are not enough tutors. So you can help. You can become a Discoculia tutor. It's not rocket science, and you, if you listen to this podcast, you are an ideal candidate to do this. So go to discoculiatutortraining.org and read all the details. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.